Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 859, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 27, verses 62 to 66. Let's read the passage. The next day, which followed the preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that while this deceiver was still alive, he said, After three days I will rise again. So give orders that the tomb be made secure until the third day. Otherwise his disciples may come steal him and tell the people he has been raised from the dead, and the last deception will be worse than the first. Take guards, Pilate told them. Go and make it as secure as you know how. They went and secured the tomb by setting a seal on the stone and placing the guards. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We've just seen the crucifixion. We're almost at the end of Matthew's Gospel. He had been arrested on Thursday night, then late Thursday night taken to the high priest, and then over the night the Sanhedrin met, and by morning had decided he needed to be executed. They came up with a plan, took him to Pilate first thing Friday morning. Pilate ordered that he be crucified. So he was taken out, crucified about 9 a.m., and then died about 3 p.m. And then he was placed in the new tomb by Joseph of Arimathea. That's where we are. And now we pick it up on verse 62 of chapter 27, the next day. So this would be the next day after the crucifixion, which was on Friday. This is Saturday. The next day, which followed the preparation day. Now, preparation day is Friday, the day you prepare for the Sabbath. Now, why did Matthew refer to it this way, the day after the preparation day? Why not say the Sabbath? And it's really hard to say not understanding the culture completely at that time, but some say it's just because this is the week of Passover, and so to say Sabbath could be confusing on the week of Passover. Is it the Saturday or is it the final day of the Passover feast? So he does this to make it clear. I don't know, but we do know it is Saturday. The chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that while this deceiver was still alive, he said, after three days, I will rise again. So Jesus has been in the tomb overnight, and now sometime on Saturday, they go to Pilate with this news. Now, a question from our point is, how do they know this? In the Gospel, Jesus only said this to his disciples in private. Well, there's a variety of ways they could have known. Perhaps Judas told them, or they figured it out on their own when Jesus said things like the sign of Jonah will rise after the third day. Or what I think is probably most likely is, yeah, he did say it in public. Or he said it enough to enough people that they've heard about it. And so it probably really wasn't a secret that he had said he would rise on the third day. Now, this says after three days he would rise. What's the difference between after three days and rising on the third day? There is no difference. It's just language. And so the way the Jewish people count 
days. Friday is the day he died, went in the tomb, is day one. Saturday is day two. Sunday is day three. So he's going to rise on Sunday. But after three days, on the, three, on the third day, it's just variations in language. Verse 64. So give orders that the tomb be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come, steal him, and tell the people he's been raised from the dead, and the last deception will be worse than the first. So this was a Roman execution, and they are asking Pilate to take care of this. So they're saying, so give orders, meaning we would like for you to send a team of soldiers down to guard the tomb. That's what they want Pilate to do. Now, couldn't they do it on their own without Pilate with the temple guard? Hard to say what the intricacies of that are. Would that be seen as crossing lines they shouldn't cross with Pilate? Or is that something they could have gotten away with? We don't know. But regardless, they go to Pilate and ask Pilate to guard the tomb. And their rationale is... They steal Jesus' body and then say, look, an empty tomb. Jesus has been raised from the dead. There's no putting an end to that. Do they really think Jesus might rise from the dead? No, not at all. That's not even on their radar. But the idea of somebody stealing a body and claiming he has been raised from the dead, that could happen. Verse 65, take guards, Pilate told them, go and make it as secure as you know how. That's couple of ways to take this. Take guards. The word that gets translated here as take can also be translated as have. And the verb is in second person plural. And so he could be saying you take guards or you have guards. In other words, use your own guards. And if he's saying, you take guards, that could either mean take a Roman detachment that I'm going to make available to you, or take your own guards. So most translators I've read lean to the, you have guards. And I look at several English translations, and they seem about 50-50. Some say, you have guards. Some say, take guards. Now, I lean toward the, you have guards, and it's the, temple guards that are posted as guards because we'll see in the next chapter after the tomb is empty they go back to the chief priests to report it which wouldn't make sense if they were roman soldiers they would report it via their chain of command verse 66 they went and secured the tomb by setting a seal on the stone and placing the guards well, putting a seal on it probably means taking a little length of rope, cord, and sticking one end on the rock face of the tomb, the other end on the stone covering the tomb's interest, and with this seal, wax seal, with like an imprint of a ring on it, that if it was disturbed, the seal would be broken, and it would be obvious. And it just makes it all the more serious to break this official seal. But then they also station the detachment of guards there. Are they Roman guards or are they temple guards? I believe they're temple guards. Now, why does Matthew include this? We'll see in the next chapter that 
After the tomb is empty, they decide to spread the rumor that the disciples came and stole the body while the soldiers were sleeping. And by the time Matthew writes this gospel, it's probably a well-known theory that's been spread amongst the Jewish people that Jesus didn't really rise from the dead. The disciples came and stole the body. So Matthew includes this because he knows his Jewish audience who's reading this gospel has heard this. And so he's including the details that there were guards posted at the tomb. So this is all we have from Saturday. This is the Sabbath, so people are supposed to be at home resting, not running around all over town. Now, the religious leaders did go to Pilate, but they're allowed to walk a certain distance, a Sabbath day's journey. And we don't know how far it was from where they were to Pilate. It's all within Jerusalem. So we have the stage set now for the resurrection. And that's what we'll see next time. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.